All material used in this teaching is for spiritual training and educational purposes only. Some teachings may contain copyrighted material not specifically authorized by the copyright holder. No copyright infringement is intended. We suggest the purchase of copyrighted material for your spiritual edification. However, we do not promote sales of these teachings. We'd like to thank you for tuning in to our weekly radio program, For the Time Has Come. We are honored to bring to you an uncompromising holy word, line upon line, serving you fresh manna from the holy word of Elohim God through Welcome Holy Spirit International Ministry. We offer spiritual marriage counseling, spiritual guidance, spiritual education, Preparation for the return of Christ. Call or email us with your prayer request. We are available in your area for spiritual speaking engagements. We appreciate those who give to help us continue bringing the gospel around the world. We also like to thank BBS Radio for airing this program weekly. For the time has come is now. Don't miss out. Tune in Thursdays, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check your local time zones in your area. And come journey with us. And now, get ready for an uncompromising fresh word as the Bride of Christ be made ready during these end times. Here's your host, Apostle Sheldon and Prophet Sharon. Thank you for joining us for the Time Has Come broadcast. Yes, it is an honor. We are so grateful to come into your homes another new day. Thank you, Father. <laughs> it's an opportunity that we don't take lightly. We have a great message for you today entitled, The New Heavens and the New Earth. Now, you don't hear much about it. Mm. It's not often talked about. That's right. But it is written in the scriptures, the Holy Word, for our understanding, for our learning. So that's what we come to share with you today. And we pray you gain an understanding as we continue to gain an understanding. Let us reflect on 2 Peter 3, verse 13 which reads, Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for the new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Ah, yes. Ah, God, thank you. Thank you, Father. It's a blessing. This is exciting that we have the hope that Christ Yeshua has given to us. Thank you, Father. For eternal life. Eternal life. And we need to get it together on this side. On this side. This is an opportunity. We are being graced in this hour. And we must pay attention to his holy word. That's right. Because heaven has recorded us. First John us 5, 7 through 8. Heaven Amen. is recording us all. Recording us all. Thank you, and God. we're going to be judged by what we do and what we don't do, and how we serve his kingdom, and how we don't serve his kingdom, and how we witness to others, and how we don't witness to others That's right. concerning him. So let us get it together while we still have a chance. Amen and amen. Now, let us cast down our imaginations mm. that can exalt itself and receive his holy word. And now join us for today's broadcast. In this teaching, we will share what the Bible says about the new heaven and the new earth. As we reflect on what has been written, let us also remember this passage of scripture. In 2 Peter 3 and 7, we find, But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment, and perdition of ungodly men. And again, we find in 2 Peter 3, verse 10, it's talking about the day of the Lord. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, 
in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. In Matthew 5, verses 17 through 19, we find Yeshua speaking, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law, till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments, and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Notice Yeshua mentions some will be great in the kingdom of heaven. And some will be least. Isaiah 66 verse 22 For as the new heavens and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. We find in John 14 verse 3 And if I... And we're talking about Yeshua. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. A new heaven and a new earth. This is something to look forward to as believers in Christ Yeshua. When we read Isaiah 66, 22, we find our descendants and our name shall remain. We have been given a promise of eternal life in a world made new. A world without sin, without death, without suffering. A new heaven and a new earth. Let's take a look at Revelation 21 and 4. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain for the former things have passed away. Let us read Revelation 21 verse 4 again for our own understanding. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. We find in Isaiah 65 17, for behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. As we continue to reflect upon the new heavens and the new earth, let us stay reminded of Isaiah 65 verse 17, that Yeshua will create the new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come to mind. We also shared in Revelation 21 verse 4 that Elohim God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Let us take note that those who believe will have the confidence in knowing they have eternal life. In other words, all the pain and suffering that we are going through upon this earth will not be remembered in the new heavens and the new earth. As believers, we should all be looking for the new heavens and the new earth according to what has been written. As we also shared 2 Peter 3 and 13, we found nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. That is so wonderful. And the reality of it all is forthcoming. And that is the day that Elohim, God, will make all things new again. Before that happens, let us keep the laws given to us of his kingdom called his Torah. Remember to keep the Sabbath and not forget. Yeshua said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Let us follow after his mannerisms, receive his practices, and embrace his culture. 
If we say we are truly following him, let us embrace Israel. Yeshua is our true vine. We find in John 15, 1 through 2, I, Yeshua, am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Let us embrace his laws, his commandments. Let us prepare as his elect bride. Let us come out of traditions of men to learn the truth to receive that thousands of years before our Holy Savior walked the earth, there was no United States of America. There was no English language. There was no King James. There were no English Bibles. We must prepare with his truth in knowing that heaven had not authorized another name other than the name that he came to the earth with thousands of years ago. Keeping in mind the only language given to our Holy Savior was what he spoke, and the only name given was a Hebrew name that he walked the earth with. We must not compromise his holy name. The name Yeshua means Yahweh is salvation. Let us read Matthew 10 verse 28. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell, who is Yeshua. And now let us read Matthew 10 verse 28 for our understanding. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Let us remember Isaiah 33 verse 22. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. Let us read Romans 6 verse 2. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Yeshua, our Messiah. Let us look at what Yeshua said to the one thief on the cross. In Luke 23 verse 38 through 43 it is written, Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and another on the left. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? In Luke 23 verse 43 it is written, And Yeshua said to him, Assuredly I say to you, Today you will be with me in paradise. It is important in this hour that we stay humble, turn from wickedness, repent, and pray, and allow ourselves to be prepared as his elect bride. We find in John 14, verse 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. We have shared Isaiah 66, 22, that the descendants and our name shall remain forever. We have been given a promise of eternal life in a world made new. We shared Revelation 21 and 4 earlier. Let's read it again. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 1 we find, for we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. And this scripture is talking about our earthly body, our present body that we're now in. Let us find an understanding to 2 Corinthians 5, 5 through 6, which declares... Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. 
We must allow the Holy Spirit of Elohim God to lead our lives. We hear the word afterlife. The Holy Bible speaks of eternal life. And eternal life is guaranteed to those who are born again, those who are obedient to the will of Elohim God, those who have learned to keep his laws, called his Torah, those who are keeping his commandments, those who are not living a lawless life, because lawlessness is sin. And we find that recorded in 1 John 3 and 4. Yeshua said, if you love me, keep my commandments, as recorded in John 14, verse 15. Yeshua is saying to us we are to keep all his commandments if we love him. Sadly, many Christian believers are breaking many of his commandments, claiming to love him. For many Christian believers have not been taught to keep the fourth commandment that Yeshua said to remember. Yeshua is our example, not our pastors or our leaders. Yeshua kept the Sabbath, which was his custom and all his disciples followed his custom. Who changed the Sabbath? Who changed the day? Was it God? No. Was it Jesus? People say Jesus did it. No, he didn't. People say, well, it must have been the apostles. No, it wasn't the apostles. Listen to this. These are the unadulterated statements from popes and other Roman Catholic leaders. There is no such law in the Bible. It is a law of the Holy Catholic Church alone. The Bible says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The Catholic Church says, No, by my divine power I abolish the Sabbath day and command you to keep holy the first day of the week. And lo, the entire civilized world bows down in a reverent obedience to the command of the Holy Catholic Church. As we can see, it is the Catholic Church that abolished the Sabbath day. And sadly, the entire civilized world bowed down to the command of the Catholic Church. Our Holy Savior says, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. The Sabbath is our fourth commandment that we all must keep as Christian believers. Will the Sabbath be in the new heaven and the new earth? Let us read Isaiah 66, verse 23. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. So as we can see what has already been written in Isaiah 66 and 23, that all flesh shall come to worship Yeshua, our holy Messiah, in the new heaven and the new earth, from one new moon to another, from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship our holy Messiah, Yeshua, in the new heaven and the new earth. It has also been misunderstood that when we die, we go to heaven. Let us read John 3 verse 13 where it is written, No one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. Let us not be deceived when you hear talk of those ascending into heaven. It has already been written. So let us understand John 3.13. No one has entered heaven but the Son of Man who came down from heaven, although many have taught different. It is in the new heavens and the new earth that Apostle Paul is referring to in 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. Once again, let us refresh ourselves with this passage of Scripture for our understanding. Let us read Psalm 115:17. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor any who go down into silence.
In Ecclesiastes 9, verses 5 through 6, it is written, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love, their hatred, and their envy have now perished. Nevermore will they have a share in anything done under the sun. Those who are in Christ will await their resurrection. Let us read what John 5:28 through 29 tells us. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. We also find in Daniel 12, verse 2, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Let us read Luke 24, verses 39 through 43. Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. This is Yeshua speaking. He says, Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate in their presence. As believers in Christ Yeshua, let us understand this passage clearly. Now we just read Luke 24, 39-43, which is recorded as Yeshua's resurrection. Yeshua declared to his disciples that his spirit does not have flesh and bones, as they witnessed he had. Yeshua showed himself to his disciples after his resurrection from the dead. Yeshua assured them that he was not a spirit. Many have assumed that when we are resurrected from our grave as believers in Christ Yeshua, we will be as spirits. Yeshua has given us his example when he showed himself after his resurrection to his disciples. As believers in Christ Yeshua, we will appear in the same light manner as Yeshua did, not as a spirit. We will appear with our immortal bodies and be able to be touched. He told his disciples they could touch him. Yeshua also let his disciples know that he wanted something to eat. We as believers will be resurrected with hands and feet, flesh and bones, and will hunger for food. This is beautiful. We also read earlier in Isaiah 66, 22, that our descendants and our names will remain in the new heaven and the new earth. Let us all be looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth, which is our hope of glory. Let us read Isaiah 65, 17 again. And this is Yeshua speaking. For behold... I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. Let us prepare ourselves for the new heavens and the new earth. Let us rejoice that our Holy Father has given us second chances. Romans 3.23 tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Grace and mercy has been given to us by Yeshua who sacrifices life for us to receive his salvation. Every moment of our life is a second chance. Let us not waste it. Before we pray, let us stay reminded of 2 Corinthians 5.17, which declares, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Will you pray this prayer out loud with us and accept Yeshua as your Lord and personal Savior? Dear Father, I am a sinner. I repent of my sins. 
I have fallen short of your glory. Baptize me by your Holy Spirit, who you sent to me when you ascended into heaven. I will seek to obey your holy word. It is written that you so loved the world that you gave your only Son to die for me, that I might be saved. Thank you, Father, for your Holy Son, Yeshua, who died on the cross for me. And I believe he is seated on the right-hand side of you. Holy Father, I confess with my mouth that Yeshua is my Hebrew Savior. And I believe in my heart that you raised Yeshua from the dead by your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your saving grace through faith. Today, I am a new creature in you, Christ Yeshua. I confess that the old things in my life have passed away. And now the things you have for me shall come forth. Holy Savior, thank you for forgiving me for my sins. Thank you for cleansing me by your holy blood. I give you, Holy Savior, the rest of my life. Change me by your holy word, Yeshua. Amen. By repeating the salvation prayer with us and receiving Christ Yeshua as your Savior into your heart, you now have a new walk in Yeshua. Let us know who you are by emailing us. We are here to walk with you. We pray you repeated the prayer with us. Let us receive Yeshua's salvation by repentance and through our confessions, not doubting who our Savior is. For it is written in Romans 10 verse 9 that if you confess with your mouth the Master Yeshua and believe in your heart that Elohim has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Now let us talk about being shareholders as we invest Yeshua's money back into his kingdom while we still have an opportunity, not withholding Yeshua's money as the slowful servant did in Matthew 25 verse 26. Sadly, the slowful servant buried Yeshua's money back into the world. As believers in Christ, we must stay reminded that Yeshua is talking about his money which is called talent, a Hebrew term for money in Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30, and how he gives it to his servants, those with the ability to know how to appropriate his money correctly back into his kingdom. Haggai 2 and 8 tells us that the gold and silver is his. It's important to prepare as his elect for the new heavens and the new earth to hear Yeshua say, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And entering into the joy of the Lord is in the new heavens and the new earth. 
We have shared in our previous teaching who will see the return of Christ Yeshua. We find in Revelation 1 verse 7, Behold, He is coming with clouds, and every eye will see Him, even they who pierced Him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of Him. Even so, Amen. It is very important in this hour to allow ourselves to be prepared as the elect bride of Christ for the new heavens and the new earth. Now, for our understanding, let us stay reminded of Revelation 1 and 7. And every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. heaven and a new earth. This is something to look forward to as believers in Christ Yeshua. We pray that you allow Welcome Holy Spirit International Ministry to be one of the storehouses Elohim God has appointed for your life. There are many storehouses upon the earth. We are just one of many. Yeshua has watered the grounds by His Holy Spirit for our storehouse. We are not talking about becoming an agency or a loan company. We are told to be lenders, not borrowers. We are not talking about being a church ran like a business whereby you have to fill out an application when you need help. The children of Elohim God must support his kingdom so that when there is a great need for help, his money can be provided. His storehouses are to be set up for the needs of his people. We are not talking about everyone getting their personal needs met. We are talking about immediate needs that merit priority help, such as food, shelter, emergency needs. Let us read Matthew 21 verses 12 through 14 on how Yeshua cleansed the temple. Then Yeshua went into the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. We are to become wise shareholders for his kingdom. It is important that we shed some light on knowing the will that has been made out to you as a child of Elohim God. Matthew 6.33 tells us, But seek first the kingdom of Elohim God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We must not forget who the wealthiest person in heaven and upon the earth is. We must know how to invest his kingdom. Yeshua wants us to know how to invest his money. Yeshua declares in his holy word that the gold and silver is his. Haggai 2 and 8. We must be educated to know how to invest as shareholders. That we will be able to hear. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Our Holy Savior rewarded both his servants with his money, giving five talents to one of them in Matthew 25, verse 21. That servant had the ability to know how to invest Yeshua's money, and Yeshua rewarded him by saying, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In that day, a talent was equal to 15 to 20 years of a day laborer's wage. In today's economy, the equivalent Yeshua gave would be worth millions of dollars. This parable depicts investing, not hoarding. It is important to accomplish godly purposes in a godly manner. We find that becoming a shareholder in Yeshua's kingdom not only merits hearing, Well done, thy good and faithful servant, but it also means staying obedient to his orders, to his holy word, his laws, which is his Torah and his commandments. Let us all stay focused 
and not get distracted, but do what we have been told to do as his servants, as his disciples. The second servant had the ability to know how to invest in his kingdom, also found in Matthew 25 verse 23, who Yeshua gave two talents to. They both became shareholders and both heard, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Wait, Elohim has already given us his will. So let us understand this passage of scripture in Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30. Yeshua gives his servants his money to know how to double it up for his kingdom. The term used in this passage of scripture is talent. And talent is a Hebrew term for money. As we continue with this parable, we will find what happened to the slowful servant who did not know how to invest Yeshua's money. Sadly, the slowful servant was thrown into outer darkness, grieving our Holy Savior with his money. Let us take a closer look at this parable and how his servants are regarded and rewarded for having the knowledge to know what to do with our Savior's money. And let's look at the slowful servant who took Yeshua's money back into the world and buried it. Neither of those two servants invested outside of his kingdom in Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30. The slowful servant invested the Savior's money outside of his kingdom, burying his Savior's money into the world, and was considered slowful and thrown into outer darkness by not knowing the value of his kingdom and how to invest in it. As shareholders of the kingdom of Elohim, let us stay reminded that Yeshua has stored up his money for his people. Proverbs 13.22 declares, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. It is important to understand why we must not store up treasures for ourselves where moth and rust will decay. And that's found in Matthew 6, 19 through 21. We are already in difficult times. It is not going to get any better. We will all need a storehouse to be connected to. As a stockholder of Elohim's kingdom, he promises his elect a share. Yeshua gives us his equity when we seek first his kingdom, it is important to know who he is and what he requires. 1 Corinthians 3.9 declares, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. Whereby provisions are stored up for us. When we invest his kingdom, we receive his benefits through our obedience of his holy word. We use his resources to double up for his kingdom so that we can hear, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Malachi 3 and 10, it is written, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, that there will not be room enough receive it. We must not forget who the wealthiest person in heaven and upon the earth is. We must know how to invest his kingdom. We pray that you will become a shareholder giving back to the kingdom of Elohim that you will have stored up equity that heaven can record. Let us all prepare to hear well done thy good and faithful servant. Divine Connections is what our Holy Savior is doing in this hour. Our brother in Christ, Nathaniel Bassey, has agreed to divinely connect with us. Let us worship to the glory of God the Father in Yeshua's holy name.
We pray you enjoy today's message on the new heavens and the new earth. Amen. You know, we have the hope to look forward to the new heavens and the new earth. Thank and you, this Father. is why we wanted to bring it to you today, because it is something that we need to be looking forward to. That's why we're on this side of heaven. This is our rehearsal. This is our exercise. And, you know, many have passed and gone and taken their last breath. We need to have an understanding of why we're purposed here. And the new heaven and the new earth is something to look forward to. And we share it. There'll be no more crying, suffering. This is beautiful. What a blessing. And also, we want to talk to you about the storehouse. Is the kingdom of Elohim God? And we are to invest into his kingdom. We are to take what is his. The Bible says all the gold and silver is his. It belongs to him. And we are to take what's his and make investments back into his kingdom as shareholders. That's right. We have a will that has been given to us from Elohim and that we are to invest into his kingdom first, then everything else is added. That's right. Amen. We're not to be selfish with what's his. It's not about us, but we're making our lives be about us. We must be careful with that. Thank you, Father. Amen. We must be careful with that. Amen. His storehouse is his kingdom. And he's allowed Sheldon and I to become stewards over it. And that whatever you sow into this ministry, Amen. we will lift it up before our Holy Father Amen. on your behalf. Amen. Amen. So do not withhold what is his. Because heaven is recording us all. As a shareholder, invest into his kingdom. Mm. Amen. Make an investment. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, yes. Remember Matthew 6, verses 19 through 21, which yes. tells us that we should not store up our treasures for ourselves, where moth and rust will decay. For we are to first seek his kingdom to know what our Holy Savior requires. Remember, his storehouse is his kingdom. And for the welfare of his people, spiritually and physically, mm. we are to invest into Elohim's kingdom. Amen. For he is the wealthiest person on the earth. Yes, he as is. it is ah, written, yes, as it is. is said, as it is done yes. in the heavens. Come on. He's the wealthiest person on the earth. <laughs> Thank you, Father. And you're investing into his kingdom as a shareholder. As a shareholder. Thank you, Father. Amen. The will's already been given. That's right. That when we give, it's given back to us in a greater reward. Yes. We pray that you join us again next week. Right here on For the Time Has Come. Thank you, Father. And know that we love you. Elohim loves you more. God bless you. God bless you. Please follow us on Instagram. The number four, the time has come. Follow us on Twitter at the letter R, Hebrew Savior. On Facebook, the number four, the time has come, WHSI Ministry. Let us walk this walk out together. If this program has been a blessing to you, please sow your generous love offerings to www.welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org. That's www.welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org. To give, use the donate buttons on the website and help us continue to bring the uncompromising gospel around the world during these end times. Join us next time on For the Time Has Come, Thursdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Apostle Sheldon and Prophet Sharon.